The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. You know, you have to start questioning your life a little bit when you find yourself in a, as an adult, in a bouncy house with Scott Daly and Tristan Mayer at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of a problem. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, I know. I thought about it afterwards. Of course, I was drinking. But at the same time, even well, then. Well, there's there's no scenario no. in which you wind up in a bounty house with those two motherfuckers no. and alcohol is not involved. No. We're if s- you were doing that shit sober, I would be like, wait a minute. No. I have some questions about this. It wasn't I sober. don't really have as many questions about it if, if, if you're not sober. But sober is when I start looking at people sideways like, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> what haven't I been told? Yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, I did say myself with Sarah X. Dillon. She is not here today. Sarah is actually out of the studio. Normally, we do the show five days a week at funemploymentradio.com. She is on the set of Portlandia. Good luck, Miss Daisy. Yes. (laughs) So Sarah is is over there. um, Sarah is uh, on the set of that today. She's going to be an extra in some kind of scene for something that's going to happen. I don't know what it is. So uh, we'll we'll find out. We'll find out at some point. Just remember those lines, Miss Daisy. (laughs) It's all right, Miss Daisy. You just sit in the back. Don't make a lot of noise. Get comfortable. Like, you know, (laughs) we'll get to the end of this session fast enough. You will, be, you will soon be a star, Miss Daisy. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. We have to explain this. All right. So joining us instead, in, instead of Sarah X. Dillon today, it is the one and only Pone Tony Keelan King. Hi, white people. <laughs> well, there's only one in the room right oh, now. Oh, yeah. There's only me. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. How you doing, man? Is it white people in general? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, because I automatically greet our ethnic listeners. It's like when you walk by, you walk by two black dudes on the street and they, and they walk by each other and they give, you know, like kind of the, the head nod. Yeah. And Do then, they? Is that what happens? Do you yeah, get a head nod yeah, to black people? Yeah, because white people will walk by and be like, you know that guy? Because <laughs> it, it's like eight of us, right? So they're like, right, yeah. you, well, you must have known that guy. I was like, no, we just we both we both have the best tan money can't buy, so we celebrated <laughs> that fact. So we talk to each other. So we walk by, we nod heads. And is that kind of like when motorcyclists, they, they like lower their hand and give like the hand tip? Word, that's exactly what it is. Okay, so yeah, it's a nod. Yeah, you don't look at motorcyclists and be like, do you know that guy? No, but you look at black people and want to know, do you know him? Yeah, I, I saw him at the meeting last week. <laughs> yeah. All right. I see. I didn't know. I didn't know about the head. Nod. He was responsible for the meet the minutes of of the meeting. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, All right. Black people of Portland. We have Keelan. Check. We have Allen. Check. Yes. And uh, uh, Jason. Check. Uh, okay. Sean Wynn. Check. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> we um yeah so now I have to greet white people separately because you know the ethnic people feel like they're already included that's you know to make sure so that like, it's understood yes yeah, because like being and Aaron in the chat like they never feel like I have to say hi to them but because of because because they have ethnic blood and like uh-huh. Aaron has that that bloodlust but well that's because yeah he's he's and, he's Mexican and strong feet right that's yeah. what, well that's just facts yeah. these are scientific facts that you're bringing up right pretty now. much yeah yeah you know what I'm saying but the Miss Daisy thing is one of the funniest things <laughs> I have ever seen happen so so Keelan often when we're when we're out Keelan drives he's got his car there and he yes. will uh, end up giving uh, well he, he's generous he gives myself a ride home and we'll give Sarah a ride home sometimes and the best thing ever 
is Sarah having to sit in the back of Keelan's car as he drives around calling her Miss Daisy the entire time. Warning her about corners, warning it. her about going too fast. Oh, don't get all worried, Miss Daisy. I love it. I love it. Because she gets so uncomfortable. It's her anger that makes it, that, like, that's half of it. Half of it is your impression. Mm-hmm. And then the other half is just how pissed off yeah, she no, is Yeah, no, I love it. doing the voice, but then I also <laughs> love Sarah, especially, especially because you guys don't get to see this. Like, yeah, when, when it's actually happening, it's not just me fucking with Sarah. It's me fucking with drunk Sarah, who is in turn getting enraged about being <laughs> fucked with. Because I think on some level she knows she's being fucked with, uh-huh. but she's drunk, so she's also like, stop it. I'm not a racist old lady in the back of a car. <laughs> so you just keep calling her Miss Daisy. It's, man, it's it's comedy gold. It's comedy gold. It is. I it should is. I should actually record one of those sessions. You should. Next time, Sarah just next time you need off. to record it. Oh, yes. man. It's so great. <laughs> It's so great. Well, um, so we got we got a few things. That's exactly gonna... what it looks like, Jez. Uh, so, oh yeah, somebody just posted a picture of Miss Daisy right there. Yeah, yeah, that is pre- that is pretty much it. And I have that look on my face. Oh, Miss Daisy, now don't get worried. We'll go down to the corner and get you some peaches in a little bit. <laughs> <Make> <laughs> I, see, can I do the impression? You can is do that the racist imp- if I do the impression? Well, yes. Let but, me ask you that. But, still, it... <laughs> but do it. <laughs> no one said stop doing it. All right. So that that's a question. All right. I, now on Geek in the City, you of course do fun with race. Word. I have a question for you. See? Okay. Um, all right. There, there, so there used to be this guy. I, I live in a – you know where I live because, of course, you were my roommate for well, – Well, yes. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you were there when the corner store was owned, not by Miss Nepal's family. Miss Nepal is a hot Nepalese chick that works there. Um, but the guy before that. I, I love hot Nepalese chicks. Oh, yeah. Nepalese. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. See what you're, I saw what you were doing there. I just – Hog ladies. Just wasn't going to go there. It's creepy time on Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, so the the guy that owned it before, Word. his name was Peter. Okay. He was Korean. Uh-huh. Um, from Korea. Pete Ryan. Uh, sure. All right. Had a very thick accent. I could do an impression of him that was spot on. It was exactly how he sounded. Sure. Is that racist for me to do? Well, Yes. I mean, but it's also accident. accurate. No, no, it's it's hella racist, yeah. but it's also accurate. It wasn't a caricature. Like I wasn't like making fun of. Him. I could just do his accent because he was hilarious. Well, right, but that's also that. But that's racist. That's that fine line of I'm doing the accent and the impersonation of this person so that you can ostensibly garner some entertainment out of the fact that he doesn't speak proper English. Okay, but and what has if, a thick accent? What if it that, was like the a- only reason for you to do the accent? <laughs> Is for pe- like if the motherfucker said hand me the newspaper, you'd be like, yeah, that dude just asked me for the newspaper. Uh-huh. But if you turn around and say, yeah, you know what he said to me, hand me the newspaper, then <laughs> it's fucking racist, man. But I mean, part of it was because of the stuff he would say, though. Like this guy, he was well, no, he was crazy. You, no, you know why? Because you are, oh, excuse me, uh, you are also combining the fact that he doesn't speak proper English with whatever he said being actually funny, uh-huh. but I guarantee you it would have been 50% less funny if you just said it in your normal American accent. Yeah, that's entirely exactly. true. Uh, yeah. so, no, it was. So, so then it's racist as fuck. Like, Damn it. Okay, but what I if, mean, no, no, yeah, but, hey, we draw no lines here on Fun Employment Radio. Greg no, Miller. I know. It's funny as shit. Yeah. And, because and I will never tell you not to do it, <laughs> but it's definitely fucking racist. Because I actually thought about doing it here on the show before, because back no, when you should, was brought up. You should always do it until like the Asian listeners st- <laughs> start ripping you a new asshole. Then well, you have to reconsider whether or not it's worth the joke, because it's definitely funny. See, you and Sarah, this is like the devil and angel right here, because Sarah said no. Sarah's like, no, you can't, you can't do well, it. Well, Sarah also you doesn't do like it. to be called Miss Daisy, so you know where that's coming from. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, so... 
what what if what if this person now of, of course if you haven't been able to figure this out ladies and gentlemen I'm I'm what was would be called white <laughs> what I am a white American uh, so whoa 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 yeah, whoa, I know, whoa. It's shocking <laughs> whoa 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 I was not informed <laughs> of this if I had known this shit. I had stayed where I was. It's <laughs> bullshit. I'm going to come down here for this. This is Boulder Dash. <laughs> we do have that in the other room. This is Puppet. Uh, um, uh, th- now, what if, what, if the, uh, what if the other person had been, like, German? What if it was, like, a German person? It's still racist. It's still racist? I mean, there's still... I mean, like, if, for me to make fun of a German. Yeah. A German I mean, accent. look, I can, do, I can make fun of black people. This is still shit that's racist against black people that I could do. Yeah. It's still racist. Okay. It's just somebody who's the same race making <laughs> a racist joke. <laughs> like, shit doesn't cease to be racist. It's not like you get, like, a card that you could carry. All right. Like, the it's okay card. Like, it, like it's okay, I'm whatever, and it's got uh-huh. a little line where you fill in what you are, and then you can just, like, say something shitty and yeah. just hold it up and be like, it's okay, <laughs> I'm blank. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. That's awesome. No, it's still racist as fuck. It's funny. All right. And I will probably roll on the floor laughing, <laughs> but I will never tell you, oh, Greg, it's okay. You know, if your white man sensibilities tell you not to feel bad about this, you go right ahead and you malign another group of people. But see, this is, these are things I think about, though, because especially since we do Maligning this show. Maligning another group of people? <laughs> not, not intentionally. Well done, sir. Um, like, okay, Aaron Duran is in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Of course, you can subscribe six ninety a month. The first week is free. Uh, Aaron said uh, the rule is basically you get to mock... Mock up, and if you're white, regardless of nationality, it's A-OK? What he means is mock up. Oh, mock up. So in the societal ladder of who has the most shit. I see what you mean. In American society, white folks have the most shit. Isn't that racist in its own right? Well, of course, but the structure that we have in this country is built on that. Right. So then you can't Mm -hmm. can't be at the top of the shit and just be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Knock off all the racism. Yeah. I know I climbed the racism ladder to get up here, (laughs) but knock that shit off. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... It's a, it's a little bit of what they call a double fucking standard. You can't right. do that shit. I shudder to do this, but now I'm kind of curious how that ladder works. But and no, maybe maybe we shouldn't go there. Either I mean, way, for me, I guess it doesn't matter. We can because the, I'm already at the at the top. We can cover <laughs> yes with him with my vast white riches. Basically, yes. it's not always about riches. No, either. I know. No, I, I know what well, you mean. Well, no. Greg knows this. <laughs> I mean, we could get into the slave trade on Fun Employment Radio, but <laughs> no, it doesn't seem like that's. Probably, the, I mean, it's not really the show that uh, we want to do. I mean, we could go there. A stark change in Fun Employment Radio today. <laughs> No, no, maybe, maybe not this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Lord, 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 Lord. Mm-hmm. No, I'm See, I'm afraid if I interrupt now, I'm going to be racist. So, <laughs> well, yes, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say you weren't racist, but. <laughs> You know, if we sing an old Negro spirituals and you have to interrupt, that's probably fucking racist. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that was awesome. (laughs) All right, I don't know how We can do this because I lived with Greg for, what was it, two years? Yeah. And Greg Uh and I have given, like, whatever you're hearing today, we've given each other, like, ten times worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Greg and I will go back and forth. Well, between me, you, and then Ryan, who lived there, Ryan, who's Asian, um... If you for an outside observer, it probably would have been the most racist house yeah. on earth. Yeah, yeah, just from the jokes and stuff you that see we came. The, the drop jaws and people standing in the living room, right? Like, <gasps> well, the hardest part too was remembering not to do those, not to not do those to, jokes in public. Yeah, not yeah. to joke around like that. <laughs> we at the bar is like, right. whoa, 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 because <laughs> it's not. None of us will get annoyed with it. It'll just no, be it like funny. the people around us like. 
That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Portland's fairly sensitive. For having no minorities, by comparison to other mm-hmm. cities, like, Portland is very sensitive to shit like that, which oh, I yeah. find hilarious. I'm like, you don't even have to deal with that many people who are different. Like, what, right. are you, you, what are you offended about? I'm walking around not offended and people are mad for me and shit. I'm like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's awesome. All right, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 So while Sarah's uh, being racist Miss Daisy on the set of Portlandia today. <laughs> I uh, don't know if that's <laughs> what she was cast for. I can't say that. I can't say that specifically. But yes, while well, she's doing that. So we're doing the show. And, you know, one what, what of the things here on the show is uh, where I like to have a little segment called Greg's List. Because this is, this is, of course, Sarah and I's main job. I love Fun Employment Radio. But we always look for side work. Like Sarah's on uh, Portlandia today. I did, like, digital trends earlier. Always looking for side jobs. Looking to make some scratch. I shouldn't have said that. That was, like, the whitest thing I've was ever that like, that was like That was Scott Dally White. Yeah, what it I just was, said right there. Was. And it made me wonder, like, was he talking about, like, a DJ scratch? Or was he talking about, like, I don't know. he's itching? I don't know why I just talking, said that. I've never really used that word in any context, but yet I just I just did that. Well done, sir. Thanks. I applaud your efforts. All right. I'm going to try not to I'm not, I'm gonna try not to screw up playing the sound on here. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Greg's List. All right. So I have some questions for you. Word. So I took a look at this, and so I go on to Craigslist, and this is where I find some of my uh, side jobs, if you will. And there's a couple of them on here that I want to ask you about. Are these jobs for black people? Um, they're, they're not necessarily jobs for black people. Okay, I just want to make sure that, like, if you bring me on this show, that, like, it's not going to be... Do you like, want me to find black people th- th- No, this is going to be the black fun employment episode. Like, I just want it to be a fun employment episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Let's roll. All right. I don't even want to joke, because now I don't know what I'll do that'll... All right. I'm gonna, my job is to make you as uncomfortable as possible totally. on the other side of that table. Yeah. I think by just by you being in here, somehow I have become even whiter than I already am. Well, it's because I've been looking at your wallet. Oh, yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. I took a tally of what's in there. So just before you leave. Did you? Yeah. Did you really? No, there's nothing in there. That's why I know the tally. <laughs> <laughs> there is no cash in there. Um, Straight out of low cash. Crazy right. motherfucker named Nibbler. <laughs> all right. So this looks like it could be a pretty easy side gig. Oh, so you're saying I'm black, so I'm lazy, huh? No, no, I'm. I'm that, shiftless, right? I'm asking you for myself <laughs> because I want the you. You have the you have an awesome job. This is a side gig for me, and right. I want to know if you think I would be good at this. So Let's do here's this. what it is: it says Shutterbugs needed. Dorian Studio. I probably shouldn't have said their name. Is seeking enthusiastic professional and people friendly team members to photograph school day portraits. No, no. All I, you have to do is sit there, right? Like, they just yo, sit down. It's like one click. Yo, before you even finish the sentence, I do not want your creepy ass sitting in a room full of people's kids shuffling in one, in one after another. Like, if I walk into a room with my kid and be like, all right, we're going to get your pictures taken, and I turn around and see you behind the camera, I'm we out. <laughs> this day is over. Why? I'm not, like, registered for anything. Yo, I, I haven't got a, done anything I got a wrong. Polaroid in the trunk. We could do this shit. This is your school picture. I mean, it's isn't it all? Basically, they just, like, sit down and just, like, snap the picture, and then that's it. Looks easy. That sounds easy. I don't even know how this would happen because... Ostensibly, you are the same size as the kids. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know if they would listen to you when you're trying to give them instructions on what to do because they would probably view you as a peer. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you could do it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, it's being noted in the chat really quick by Bean. I like the hip music for the black guest. This is the music this that the we music always that, have. Yeah, no, this segment, right. this is the music for the segment. Cash rules, everything rim. Yeah, if, if it was for the black guest, I would call him the fuck out on it. <laughs> and I probably would still nod my head, but then I'd call him racist. All right, here's another one. Please. This one you may be able to participate in because I don't think I can do it. All right, what is it? 
You're a fan of Star Wars, correct? We. Oui. Okay, here's the here's the offer. The the this thing on Craigslist says, "I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I am currently planning a Star Wars themed end of summer party, and I'm in a search for, and I'm in search of a great Chewbacca impersonator to work the door." So what this guy's asking? Do you just suggest me because I'm a, a large brown colored figure? That's fucked up, man. That's it, but it's because you grew a beard. You're looking hairy. No. It's just... just uh. All right, whatever. I mean, I'm not quite hairy enough. I think... You know what? Actually, I think if you could just get one of those um, monkey suits, you could just put Scott Daly in that shit. $100 to do a Chewbacca impression and stand at the door. I think Scott Daly would be more convincing. That's Come on. How much can you mo- do the Chewbacca sound? <laughs> That's about as good as I can yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, that's that's about as good as mine. Yeah. Um, okay, somebody's saying, Greg, you're five foot six inches, you can't play a Wookiee. Yeah, but I mean You could do an Ewok. I could do an Ewok. You'd be like the Kareem Abdul Jabbar Ewoks. <laughs> Isn't there a young Chewbacca? We could do a like Chewbacca Jr. No, it's the newest rapper, young Chewbacca. <laughs> you know somebody out there has taken that name too. Young Chewbacca. With his newest album, Laugh It Up, Fuzzball. <laughs> That's brilliant. Young Chewbacca. Yo, why this is Young Chewbacca. Y-U-N-G. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's being noted. Uh, I, I would make a better Ewok. Nibbler is also a great name for an Ewok. Yeah, that's true. That's fantastic. Nah, you know what I'd do? I'd buy one of them cheap-ass monkey suits. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, well, Chewbacca's brown. And he'd just be Scott Daly in a big black monkey suit. <laughs> <laughs> and we wouldn't even give a Chewbacca head. We'd just give him the monkey head from the monkey suit. <laughs> and make him show up as Chewbacca. See, now that I'm thinking about this, I don't even know if $100 is worth it for an nah, all-night party nah. to have especially to stand if, there. Yeah, especially if you don't even have a Chewbacca suit. Yeah, you gotta acquire like Chewbacca suit. You, dude, you're not going to like Freddy's and walking out with a Chewbacca suit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That shit's hard to come by. Well, let alone the humiliation. Because I've thought about that with. So <laughs> you wearing a monkey suit, dude? Since, you wearing a Chewbacca suit? Yeah. Why would you be worried about humiliation? Well, you need to be worried about dehydration. Yeah, that's true. Then that you hot do get ass fur costume. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about that before. Like some of the some of the side jobs that. I'll get offered for for like acting side gigs, uh-huh. and some of them are, some of them are awesome. You know, big commercials, television stuff like that. Some of them are uh, you in a suit. Yeah, you in a suit <laughs> where you're going to be the uh, mascot for the evening or I'd, something like that. I'd pay American money to see you in a suit. Fuck no, not and I don't mean like a boy. He looks dapper. I mean no. like I, in some kind of like weird a mascot ass costume, monkey character suit, something. Yo, say, uh, say yub nub, yub nub. Wow, yeah, you got the mean? you got the voice for it. <laughs> I think we're trying to yep, audition. Nothing. Yeah, we're trying to audition you for um, Ewok fame. Oh, yo, think about it, man. You could be you you could literally be the Shaquille O'Neal of Ewoks in the new Star Wars <laughs> franchise. You know what I'm saying? Like every every race got one of them. I'd take that role. Yeah, you don't cause yeah. you don't want to be the smallest Ewok, right? I could be a giant. Yeah, yeah, right. you'd be a giant among Ewoks. Would I be tall in Japan? Is that racist for me to ask? You know what? I I think that's kind of racist, especially considering that uh, Ryan is Japanese and he's taller than you. He's no, he's actually not. He's he's Chinese. I thought he was Japanese. Nope. I remember that incorrectly. That sir was racist. That was racist. (laughs) I saw the slanty eyes and I just thought that that I was good. (laughs) See, again, that's a joke. Yeah. When you and I and Ryan lived together, where (laughs) Ryan would make that that joke all the time. No, I remember that incorrectly. (laughs) So apologies to Ryan. 
And I wasn't even doing that to make fun of him. I just remembered it incorrectly. I thought he was actually Japanese. Well, it's actually it's good that you brought up Ryan's because that can explain. All right, I've got one more here, but we'll we'll pause because I have some more questions for you about a, about a particular job. Um, to reference the bouncy house thing, it was uh, Ryan's birthday yesterday, and so went over to his house, and his uh, girlfriend actually owns an adult size bouncy house, like the full on inflated up bouncy house. I walked in, and I was like. What is going on here? And I was standing in the backyard, yeah. and I was like, it was dark outside. So what you see when it's dark outside and you look around the side of his house <clears throat> is the corner of what looks like it might be a bouncy house. And then you're instantly, like, terrified for about 30 seconds. Like, why is there a bouncy house peeking from around the side of the house? Yeah, yeah. and It uh, looks creepy at night. It, it, it does. And who gave the little kids candy? Like, that kind of question. But mm-hmm. it... Um, no, it was a full-on adult-sized bouncy house, and I did get in it at the same t- at the same time as Scott Daly, Tristan. There was a girl in there for a minute. Sure. Jessica was in there. Whatever. That didn't last very long. Of course not. It's three of you motherfuckers in a bouncy house together. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's at that point, you know, because I'd had just a couple of beers. Not too much, but, but enough to where I wanted to get into the bouncy house and then just realizing that... Um, yeah, that's that's one of those life changing moments where it's like this is, this is uh, I just turned yo I just had my birthday. I can see you describing shit as before and after bouncy house. It's <laughs> <laughs> life changing. How's it life changing? Uh, but as in, as far as like how did I get to this point in my okay. life? Right. Like not not as, not life changing as wow I've achieved so much. <laughs> Look at me, I get to be in a bouncy house with two dudes. It's more like. Oh, is, yo, fuck. Yo, son, what is, have I done to end up in a bouncy house with two dudes? That is an achievement. Like, if that was on <laughs> Xbox, what would that be called? Like, that's, that's an achievement. I don't know. I don't know what's unlocked. But anyway, it, it was, it's one of those moments where I, I just had to – I've been thinking about it. I shouldn't have. I don't know how I ended up that way. Anyway, that, that was the bouncy house reference. Um, the, the, what, the other thing I wanted to ask you, and this yes. was another Greg's List one. Sure. So this is one I did, a, I did one last summer. And I'm thinking I might be able to do this more often. Now, this is, this is of course, the summer of weddings and, like, parties. Wait, we need cream because i got to get in the oh, mood for... Oh, okay. For, yeah, let me, let me pull that back Yeah, I need to make sure that, like, if you're doing this, that we we actually in the mood for getting that money. Yeah, now we now we can get that money. Okay, there we go. All right, let's get that money. Let's do All this. Right. Uh, what else are you playing? I It's somebody, like, remixed it or something. I was noticing that earlier. Who? Internets. Oh, no, they didn't. That's me. You have another song playing? Yeah. Well done. I, know what I was going to say, Internet, stop remixing stuff that doesn't need to be remixed. Oops. You got a dance club going on in your computer? I want to take my shirt off now and get a glow stick. Let's do I'm going to have to cut this out afterwards because I don't. I honestly have no idea where the hell that's coming from. So I should not make jokes? I should just keep my... <laughs> no, you can keep making jokes Keep if you my want. shirt on and not- I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, Sarah does... Oh, here it is. You know what it was? What? Blacksportsonline.com. Surprise. Yep. That was it. Black people fucking up the white man's game. <laughs> All right. Uh, so here's the thing. It is the, the season of weddings Word. and parties. People need DJs to play music. I... Last uh, last uh, year, around this time, actually, but actually very close to this time, I was the DJ at uh, at my friend Nate's wedding. Okay. Do you think this is something that I could do as a regular side gig, or would you have tips to be like a wedding or a party DJ? I don't know. You know what? I would I would seriously want to take potential wedding participators 
participators. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would like to take a poll of those individuals and find out how many of them actually want to hear the phrase "daddy daughter dance." Because <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like that would actually be the determining factor. I'd be like, "Yo, if you want to do that's going to call it a daddy daughter dance, this the man you want right here." I did call it a daddy daughter dance, yeah. and I actually did that at their wedding too because yeah. I knew they would like it, but nobody else understood. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if if, if I want if I want people to say "daddy daughter dances" and glare at motherfuckers eating the snacks too soon. Like, I think Greg Nibbler is the DJ for you. That is true. See, what I could do is if it was a wedding... You could intimidate the fuck out of hungry people at a wedding. Yeah, and if I were the host, what I would do is... What I probably would do is just, like, lay down all the rules of how everything is supposed to work for the wedding. Like, number one, yeah, don't start snacking during the wedding. Man, this would be like a fucking legal contract just to get into the reception. (laughs) Yeah, I think everybody would have to sign off on a waiver. No snacking. God damn it. This motherfucker would have documents in triplicate you have to sign just to sit at your assigned table. I mean, just the snacking alone. So, So you got the snack tray there. Number one, no snacking before the wedding starts. Yeah, you're right. Samples. My apologies. Don't you touch the samples. Don't touch the free samples. Don't touch the samples. Uh, Number two, when it is appropriate after the wedding part has happened and the reception has begun to have snacks, don't loiter around the damn thing. If you want something, fill up a little plate and leave. Don't stand there and just eat directly off the plate at the snack table. That's completely inappropriate. And then you're just blocking everybody and it's really awkward. Yo, I tell you what, if you, yo... The thing is, is that I think there needs to be a questionnaire for, for potential clients for you to send out for people, because mm-hmm. then I would, that would allow you to gauge whether or not you are the right DJ for them. Not if, if they don't need to gauge if you're the right DJ for them. You need yeah. to gauge if you're the right DJ for them. Okay. Whatever they want is fucking irrelevant, because you're going to show up with a bucket full of rules anyway. Yeah. So, I say you work on this document, you write out all these rules, mm-hmm. and you start sending it out to people who get married. <laughs> Just like submit it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because then right there, you get your answer, your research is done, like, and then you can provide all the information you need for people who may potentially hire you and then respond right. to this, this ad. Like, now, on top of that, if I ever get fucking married, I'm not even inviting you to the fucking <laughs> wedding. <laughs> See, I could submit it out, though. I could be like, look, if you feel that you're a decent human being who can comply yeah, to societal I don't, rules, yeah, I don't, then, I, you know, maybe I, I could be your, your, your wedding DJ. I don't need the tiny guy post- posing personality judgments on my family and friends. Like, I can't have you standing over the fucking table well, gu- guarding the fried chicken as long at as my it's... wedding. you like, you, like, <laughs> yeah, no, DJ, not, I mean, not even a DJ, like, I'm really going to have to think hard, like, do I actually want Greg Nibbler <laughs> to be here? Like, maybe I should just send Greg Nibbler a plate via FedEx and be like, here's a sample of the food, enjoy, we'll call you when the wedding is over, because you're going to be hovering around a table yelling at people. Well, if they're decent people, they'll, they'll have already followed the rules on their oh, own anyway, Jesus. so I'm just trying to help them. I, you know what? I say you got to work out that question there first, brother, and then jump on this. All right. Yeah. All yeah, right. You can, do, you can make mad money. Let's get this dough, son. Okay. All right. Well, say I do make it there, because you, you were actually, I saw you... Uh, DJing this weekend. Yes, this last yes, weekend. Yes, you did. You were at a uh, at a bar. Yes, for I, a party. Yes, I well of sorts. Party. We're losing. We're using the word party loosely. <laughs> that was. Um, I was. I was asked. So I did not, you know, foist my services upon anyone. <laughs> I was asked to fill in for somebody who could not be there for an event. Um, this also took place at the location where the lovely Sarah X Dillon. Uh, is employed, so mm-hmm. we were both working there that night. That's true. I tell you what, man. So, can you say what the party was exactly? The best I can understand is that it was it was supposed to be an 
alumni reunion for some high school. Okay. Um, and that's as detailed as I would like to get. Okay. I don't want to give any more than that. But but as I understand it, it was not for uh, any specific class or year. Mm-hmm. It was, hey, we're all, you know, all of us are going to meet here. Yeah. And have a big party. And I was told it was going to be, you know, 75 to maybe 100 people. And I was also told, and I'm not griping about this because I'm sure, um, I'm sure Derek, who who hired me, is will probably hear this. And I'm not griping because I was very thankful that Derek hired me. I, I was very happy that he gave me an opportunity. Uh, uh, Carrie in the chat really quick is asking, oh, yeah, lots of cougars? No. Let me get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so Derek informed me that it would be, you know, 75 to 100 people possibly, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a little less than 75. But whatever. Still. A bigger crowd yeah, as, opposed to like, as opposed to like 15 people. So, which actually showed up. 30-something women. Mostly. Because, you know, it's a reunion, so it's going to be guys there. But apparently, you know, I was told it was going to be mostly women. So I'm thinking, okay, 30-somethings, ladies, that's probably going to give me a nice sample group of of R&B, danceable hip-hop, and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff from probably mid-90s forward. Yep. You know, the older stuff, like 80s, like old-school hip-hop, like some of – they may like some of that stuff, but like 90s stuff, you know – it's like I could see them listening to that. Do- Dr. Dre on up. Word. So yeah. that's easy for me. Like, all right, cool. I can spend the night picking out a lot of music. I have, you know, that's perfect demographic for me to DJ. Mm-hmm. I get there. There's about three people there. They're having dinner. Like old people. <laughs> <laughs> supper, you mean. They're having supper. Yes. <laughs> Greg Nibbler is correct. They are having supper. So I start DJing, and of course, I'm like, okay, this clearly isn't going to, you know, I'm hoping this crowd gets a lot younger and a lot bigger fast. Yeah. So I'm starting to play music, and... Is it the kind of thing where the three people eating dinner are, like, glaring at you? Almost. For interrupting? But one of those was the host, so they kind of expected me to be there. All right. So you're going to be the DJ. All right, well, we think you're going to do a great job. I'm like, you don't know me. So, (laughs) and she's like, now, this woman, she's clearly over 40. Yeah. I'm not judging. I'm just... It's not what this you is, thought. This is a fact. Based on what I was told of a certain age group, this woman's clearly out of that demographic. Sure. Fine with me. I have no qualms with that. She tells me that she absolutely is going to want to hear blurred lines <laughs> and turn down for what? So I'm instantly like, oh, this is going to be a rough night. Because I've already grabbed some some more recent music and stuff stuff that I don't necessarily listen to but when you're DJing you grab right. some stuff that you don't always listen to but you know that people will dance to sure so I've already grabbed some things however turned down for what was not on that list <laughs> so you know yes. I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised she even knew what turned down for what was bingo yeah that's that's actually that's a little bit man I DJed the rest of that night I swear to you no less than three times did I have a guy with a mullet come up and ask me for 80s rock yeah this uh fucking song and if, for those of you who don't know this is turned down for what for, and for those of you who were around several years ago when everyone was was doing okay it's Lil John. that's basically the song yep that's about it like Lil John who got a Grammy for saying what yeah and the thing about it is They've just basically foregone making an actual song. They're like, mm-hmm. fuck it. I'll just scream something and we're just call it good. Yeah. This is the song. Like, literally, this is the song. 
So they were requesting that. So I got a request for that. The, the rocker comes up. He's got a mullet. He's asking for. I did see that guy there, and he was rocking mullet, like not an ironic mullet. No, this was a. This is my hair. Yeah, you see sometimes the ironic mullet in Portland, and then you see the real deal, and it's actually it's actually kind of impressive because it's like this guy styled oh, it this he's, way. He, oh, he's he's sticking with it. Complete with like almost the buzz cut. A cross between like a buzz cut feathered top, yeah, and then that's kind of sticking up, and then the combed back mullet, yeah, like it's that's his look, that's on, his deal, full on party in the back, yep, hell yeah. So my party was not in the back. <laughs> Their party was in the back because every it was so hot in the bar because the AC broke down that they all went outside. So basically, I'm DJing by myself in this bar the entire night. <laughs> There's like three people on video poker about 50 yards away on the other side of the bar. Now, let me ask you this. When you're DJing by yourself and there's not that many people in there, but you know somebody could be walking through at some point. Sure. Do you have to keep up the look of being a DJ while you're up there? Like you're having a good time. Like you don't even notice that there's nobody there? Nah. Okay. Or can nah. you stand back and be like, this is what the fuck? Man, I sat on a chair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. All right. I sat the, I sat the fuck down. Okay. I was like, I turned down for what? Mm-hmm. I just, I put the music on. Was like, all right, whatever. And the weird thing is, is that I was getting people who weren't actually in there listening to the music coming up to me, telling me they were digging what I was playing. I'm like, but you, you on the other side of the bar. Like, how do you even <laughs> hear what I'm playing? But they was digging it. But this dude was constantly asking for Ronnie James Dio, ACDC. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, which for me, I could see that. You know, that I would listen to those things. But I'm too, like, have but... you seen me, dude? Like, I'm like, <laughs> this, I'm the wrong dude to be asking for Ronnie James. Dio. I would say, and maybe this is stereotyping, call it whatever it is. I would not see you and say ACDC fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay. I'm upset with that. <laughs> <laughs> but that was also trumped by the guy who then, the younger guy who then came up later and asked me if I had any line dancing songs. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> <laughs> who am I? Who am I? All right. And I got no less than three requests for the Cupid Shuffle. I don't even know what one that is. It's terrible. Okay. Um, apologies to anyone who likes the Cupid, Cupid Shuffle, but that shit is awful. Um, <laughs> so I, I guess that's not really an apology, but okay. clearly that shit is awful. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it, dude, it was just nuts. Oh, you know what was awesome? Because you saw this shit. Mm-hmm. The twerking lesson that happened. To yes, that is true. Oh, look, I did witness that. Yo, that whole night was made possible by the money I was paid and the twerking sessions that took place right in front of me. I forgot about that because I I didn't even mention that on this show yet. So this was last weekend, and yes, it was. I don't know how old they were. I don't care. Um, old enough to not be twerking, but let yet alone they were teaching each other how to twerk. They're trying to teach this girl how to twerk. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. No, I was I was totally fine with that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, my <laughs> night was. You know what? That made it all worth it. <laughs> well, anything else I had to deal with the rest of the night? Because look, when you ask someone to DJ, let the DJ do the job. I, you know, I'm going to say this on behalf of other DJs. Right. I'm sure there's always going to be a one DJ who doesn't agree with me. But when you hire a DJ, let the DJ do what the DJ does. The DJ is hired to pick out songs, play them for the night, and have you guys enjoy yourselves. Let that guy do his job. I'm not just speaking for me. I'm speaking mm-hmm. for all DJs. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy does not need you coming up asking to play shit off your phone. <laughs> does somebody ask to play stuff off your phone? At least five times. Wow. I'm Look, me and other DJs, we are not there to play shit off your phones. I'm sorry. Like, you can... If you want to hear your Spotify playlist, don't hire a fucking DJ. Right. Put, plug in your Spotify playlist and go to fucking town. Mm-hmm. 
if you feel you don't need to pay a DJ, you don't need to pay a DJ. But I'm not there to play shit off your phone. That's not going to happen. So please stop that shit. All right, there's a lesson. Yeah. Okay. I, I, What's another DJ rule of etiquette? Uh, DJ rule of etiquette. Uh, he's not going to play shit off your phone. Um, after about the second or third time of him not having something that you like, let it stop go. Stop asking. Let it go. Okay. Um, also, along these same lines... You don't hire a wedding photographer and then have your Uncle Bob come over and be like, yo, you know what lens you should use to take these pictures. <laughs> you don't do that. So stop coming over and bothering the shit out of the DJ. Let that man do his job. You're well within your rights to like or dislike what the DJ is playing. You're well within your rights to say, hey, we did this event. That DJ was horrible. I will say this. But unless, unless you hired me... To do the like, if unless you personally hired me to do the event, mm-hmm. you don't get to pick the music, right? So just sit back and relax. And if you don't dig it, you don't dig it. Yeah. But stop har- Leave the DJs alone. Like okay. when you go to events, leave them motherfuckers alone. Let them do their jobs. There's not a whole. See, I'm not like Greg Nibbler. There's not a long list of rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you you have to like give the DJ a second day if he doesn't get the day uh-huh. he wants. You know, in the middle of the week. I'm just right. saying. Just lead, let that man do his job. Let him live. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever form that takes, um, if you think you want to stand up there next to the DJ and be seen and hang out, get the fuck away from the DJ booth. Okay. Wherever the DJ booth is, that's not where you need to be standing. Okay. Whatever he's doing, let him do what he this needs to do. This sounds like too much work for me. I don't know if I want to do it. Yeah. See, you don't. You don't. I, don't know if I, I'm the, I don't know if I want to yeah, deal with drunk people trying to tell no, me No. Uh, you do. know what? And that's the worst. Like, the, the more drunk it the worse it gets. I'm actually remembering this now because I, when I did it at the friend's wedding, and this was, you know, the, the friend's family, when I was the, the actual DJ playing music. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yes, yes. And, and, and uh, Carl in the chat is absolutely correct. If you want to show up in front of the DJ booth and teach twerking to another woman, perfectly acceptable. <laughs> if you want to put tips in my tip jar so that I leave with extra cash in the end of the night, perfectly acceptable. That's when you interfere with the DJ's life. If you want to give, well, if well, if you want to give that DJ phone numbers and or panties, that's the time when you interrupt the DJ. Okay. Beyond that, leave that motherfucker alone. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there's the rules. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I didn't get in either of those things when I was doing it. Um, all right. Well, well, I'll think about this. I'll think about this because there's, there's some jobs out there. Yeah, but cougar panties are larger. It takes oh, longer to take off. God. <laughs> I'm just transitioning straight out of that. <laughs> this is a perfect transition. <laughs> All right, since Sarah is gone today. Hello, my friends. I'm Keelan X. Dillon. And this is your black world of crazy. Crazy. I don't know if it's a black world of crazy. It's just it's, it's crazy, though. But let's jump into some stuff. It's going to be fun. First off. Headline, Newport, Delaware. A local man is suing a local pizza restaurant for $260,000 because employees beat him up when he tried to rob them. <laughs> how you get how you get your ass beat? Now you suing because you failed a robbery. Okay, so, so what happened? I'll, I'll give you a little bit of it. Back in 2010, a man named Nigel Sykes re- tried to rob Seasons Pizza Restaurant. But employees tackled him, took his gun, 
and beat him up. <laughs> now he's suing the restaurant. This guy for his- sucks at robbing things. Yeah, you have exactly. a fucking gun and you can't even pull it off? Exactly. Uh, now he's suing the restaurant for his injuries and he's doing it from jail. Uh, he's now 23. He just filed a, fed- a federal civil complaint claiming that the rough treatment was unnecessary. <laughs> He says because of his uh, <laughs> incurred injuries during the attended route, he wants to be compensated. Uh, it's awesome. He said, you know, they also used, uh, police officers also probably used stun guns and denied him access to medical attention. Um, Maybe the medical attention, but if you have a gun, I'd say it's okay for a cop to use a stun gun on yo, you. I'm, I'm okay with that. Wait till you hear what happened. <laughs> this is great. In his written complaint, Sykes admits committing the robbery. So he already said <laughs> I did it. And then he's like displaying a handgun. But then he goes on to explain all, <laughs> not one, but all. <laughs> Think about it. You went into a restaurant and all the employees, <laughs> all of the season's employees participated, wait, in punching, kicking, and pouring hot soup over my body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I was unarmed and defenseless and had to suffer. A brutal beating by all of the employees <laughs> of Caesar's Pizza. Yo, son, how do you whoop a motherfucker's ass so bad that somebody got time to be like, oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me go get the soup. <laughs> <laughs> they went and got the hot soup and poured it on them. That shit killed me. I read that line, I was done. How you get your ass whooped? They pour hot soup on your ass. Wow. It's burning. It's burning. Hot <laughs> soup. That shit is awesome. Oh, I'm sorry. So I don't know if you guys laughed, but I died. That shit was crazy. All right, moving on. Um, let's see. Um, uh, Orlando, Florida. A man accused of stabbing a passenger as he got off a Lynx bus in South Orlando on Wednesday made a memorable first court appearance at the Orange County Jail on Thursday. Uh, Thomas Thorpe, 51, appeared before a judge and refused to have a lawyer represent him. Do you understand what an attorney is and what they do as the judge? Yes, they screwed us, Thorpe responded. He seemed in a hurry during the short hearing process telling the judge that he wanted to enter a plea without the assistance of the African-American attorney standing next to him. I said not guilty. I pleaded not guilty and I don't want this Negro standing next to me. (laughs) I don't want a Negro standing next to me. Wow. That's what he said in court. It's going to help your case out there, buddy. Yo, son, the judge expressed some concerns about his mental health. I'm not sure. I think there may be issues here. (laughs) Let's have this man looked at. I don't want no Negro standing next to me. That shit is funny, son. Oh, Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, his next court, court appearance date has not been set, and he has not known if he will have an attorney representing him. Don't want no Negro standing next to me. That's fantastic. Oh, shit. Oh, yo. All right. Um. Next up, and this one is quick because it's just ridiculous. Uh, man sues Starbucks and Oprah for $15 million claiming chai tea is spiked with heroin. <laughs> Why Oprah? How would you? Well, because Oprah has a line of chai tea at Starbucks now. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, the best part. Uh, uh, here it is. Why is Vernon Charles Allen Merriweather? Vernon Charles Allen Merriweather. That is kind of a badass name. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> why is Vernon Charles? Why is Vernon Charles Allen Merriweather? Suing talk show maven Oprah Winfrey and Starbucks for discrimination and harassment to the tune of fifteen million dollars. Well. 
The man claims that the tea baron Oprah's name and sold at the famed coffee chain was not only laced with heroin, but Ambien and hallucinogens as well. Wow. According to TMZ. Dude, it should be worth way more than you're getting Hell value. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Buy up all the chai Shit. tea. That's some exp- that man, that's the best value you could ever get, fuck man. Yeah. You'd be high as fuck. You can't yeah, I don't get see pro- what he's suing for. Yo, it's you- like if you become if even if in his crazy mind he stumbled upon this. You can't get prices like that on the no. street. No. No. You cannot get prices like that on the street. That's oh, that's the thing of beauty. Yeah. You Ambient wanna, heroin? Man, you want to be high? Go get some of that Oprah tea right now. I kind of want to try some chai tea. You know what I'm saying? I've never wanted better to do be heroin th- ever. but It's got to be Oprah tea. Yeah. So, so for $15 million. Yo, so... I'm trying to think of a way to mash up Oprah chai tea and Mr. T for Halloween. <laughs> I don't know. Tea is delicious. I don't know. I don't know if it works. I have to think about that one. I'm not wearing a wig, though. <laughs> All right, the Buffalo, New York resident allegedly filed a federal lawsuit stating that when he applied for a job at Starbucks, he was told in no uncertain terms, and I quote, we don't hire niggas. Wow. The suit declares the baristas referred to themselves as members of the white separatist group, the Aryan Nation, during Mayweather's visit. So this is what... So, wait a minute, he's, I'm so confused. So, he's suing for $15 million because he thinks Chai Tea has heroin and Ambien in it. And they also said this to him? Yeah, apparently he applied for a job. And so, he's suing. I don't know how you separate the tea and the job application, but somehow the tea and the job application are different. But he's suing for $15 million. I don't understand. I don't know if it's just a claim that he made that like, oh, and the tea gets you high as fuck. No, wait a minute. He's saying Starbucks is is full of Aryan Nation. Yes. But he's suing Oprah. Well, because so Oprah's selling So implying that Oprah is part of the... Well, because Oprah's selling the tea, so she's in league with the Aryan Nation. She's in cahoots Who with didn't the give him a job. It does kind of make sense now. Yeah. All right. All right. That explains a lot. Reportedly, there's one major hole in Meriwether's tale. White people do love Oprah. Well, yes. I will agree with that. All right. He is right on that count. <laughs> we can't say he's 100% wrong. <laughs> uh, Tivana Oprah Chai, which is now available at Starbucks and Tivana stores nationwide and in Canada, was added to the retailer's offerings a whole six months after Mayweather's suit was filed. <laughs> so he's just throwing that in on top. I, dude, All right. All right. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know. This dude, he's nuts. Apparently, he's also gunning... For two colleges in Buffalo as well, accusing the education institution of discrimination and harassment, demanding that all parties at the universities mentioned in the suit get diversity training. Wow. Okay. The world is against this dude. Uh, West Haven, Connecticut. (laughs) A Connecticut baby has arrived with a splash. (laughs) The baby's father, David, David Davis. Tells uh, WVIT... David Davis? Yes. Dave Davis. That's a stupid name. Um, tells WVIT-TV that he was forced to deliver the newborn in the bathroom of his West Haven home Friday morning after his wife, Lily, went into labor. He says the baby slipped through his hands during the delivery, but luckily splashed down into the water. <laughs> he says she began crying, and it was the best sound he'd ever heard. The baby fell in where? The in, toilet. In the toilet? Yeah. Why was she giving birth on a toilet? Isn't that, I mean, I've obviously, speaking as myself, I've never helped anyone give birth, but 
I would think I wouldn't think a toilet's the right the right place to go. I believe maybe they, I'm wrong. Uh, I believe I watched a portion of this video, and I think if I remember correctly, they sent his wife home from the hospital because they said she wasn't ready. And she was at home, decided she needed to use the bathroom, and then felt the urge to push. Oh. Oh, what a mess. That's just... Ugh. I'm not, I don't even want to think about that. It's a shitty birth. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. I knew you wasn't shit. That's why I pulled you out the toilet. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so... I got a couple more, because the end of this is going to pay off royally. Okay. Um, Bonita Springs, Florida... A Southwest Florida waitress has dubbed the trio of naked hamburger thieves who broke into an eatery dumb, dumber, and dumbest. Waitress Nancy Sansevieri was still laughing after police released surveillance video showing the college-age men two naked and one clad in underwear stealing 60 hamburgers from Doc's Beach House in Bonita Beach. (laughs) Police say the man broke in early Sunday and left a trail of red peppers on the beach. Wow. Naked and stealing hamburgers. <laughs> That's you know what? I, I, as much as I was uh, complaining about myself being in a bouncy house with Scott Daly and Tristan Mayer, mm-hmm. uh, at least we weren't naked stealing hamburgers. I feel better about myself now. <laughs> I love about you. That's like the mark I of feel, <laughs> that's like the mark of success. I feel okay. There's a lower there's a lower level I could get to. Well, sir, have you ever stolen hamburgers naked? <laughs> I have not. Well, come right in. <laughs> we've got a we've got a spot for a man like you. <laughs> uh, Doc's general manager Lou uh, Bangert told the uh, news press of Fort Myers that uh, he's never witnessed such a crime. Uh, thieves have broken in and taken money from the cash register, but he says no one has ever slammed through a door completely naked looking for beef. <laughs> Why would you say that? Why would he say it that way? <laughs> naked looking for beef. Wow. That's fantastic. Oh, it's awesome. All right. Two more really quick. Okay. Uh, Bantam, Connecticut. A 49-year-old Connecticut man faces threatening charges after a woman told police he stabbed a watermelon in a passive-aggressive manner. He stabbed a watermelon. <laughs> yep. The registered citizen of Torrington reports Carmine Cervellino. I think that's how you say it. Tom of Thomaston. <laughs> you you saying Italian names is like Sarah trying to say right. You know what I'm saying? So like that, that's why I make fun of Sarah because then I know when I get in here, I get to fuck up everybody else's names. Cervellino. I don't know. Was arraigned money or charges of threatening and disorderly conduct? He was released after posting a five hundred dollar bond. Woo! She's, police said the woman had gone to police on July 4th to report finding drugs, including marijuana, in his toolbox. He was not arrested. They say she returned home to find the watermelon on the counter with a butcher's knife in it. She reported that Servalino then entered the room and began carving the watermelon. She said the, the incident was passive-aggressive and menacing. For cutting up the watermelon? Yep. They arrested him. Wow! How do you get? A they found a, She found the drugs. They didn't come get him. He cut the fuck up out of that watermelon. They was like, "That's it." Wow! It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any no. sense. I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. I, I cannot. Black people, you are in danger. I'm not gonna make any watermelon. Watch jokes. your ass. <laughs> Watch your ass. I'm telling you right now, they are coming for you. <laughs> hide your kids. Hide your wife. Yo, um, all right. So, let's finish this up. 
<laughs> and I think this is uh, this is worth every minute you had to wait to get through it. Yo. DMX was recently on a amusement park ride in Florida. And there is video footage of DMX riding this amusement park ride to which he is having none of. Greg Nibbler, would you like to hear this? Yes, there's audio. Would you like to hear this, Greg Nibbler? There is audio of DMX riding an amusement park ride in Florida. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you DMX riding an amusement park ride in Florida. What? He's getting ready. It hasn't started yet. This is just him sitting on the... They're trying to hype themselves up because they're scared. It is scary, it is scary, all right? It is scary. Ooh, ooh, hurry up before I change my mind. This is a guy who had an album called It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Wow. Wait, you got to wait till they... There's more? Yeah, let's see if, if, if it'll load because he's he's now talking about they've done it. And <laughs> so now they accomplished it. Now they're expressing how they have to show everybody that they weren't scared when they get back off the ride. <laughs> it's great, but it, it hasn't loaded all the way. G's up. G's up. Yeah. For riding a fucking roller coaster. That a 10-year-old can do. Yeah, yeah. Without freaking out as oh, much. Oh, no, it's so great. It's so great. And I don't know why this... Um, oh, you know why? I'll see if we can get it to reload to All finish right. the end of it. But the tail end of it is hilarious. Let me see if I can get that whole thing to load. All right. Yeah, he's, you know, it's... It's dark and hell is hot, but you put him on an amusement park ride, man. It's, all bets are off. Wow. You know, I used to have to represent DMX for uh, when I worked for Interscope Records. That's awesome. In college, I did a, I did an internship with Interscope, so I was the Corvallis rep. Did you have to deal with any of the artists? <clears throat> no, no, but I had to go put up uh, displays because it was right around the time that, that, that Rough Riders was coming out and Eminem and, like, and then like Buck Cherry and... All these other random, and then a bunch of random ones that never really went anywhere. But right. I would have to go around to record stores and like shops and try to set up DMX displays. Nice. <laughs> like, well, I've got this uh, standalone, it's the uh, DMX, these new artists from Interscope. <laughs> awesome. And uh, Riff Rare is going to be a very good hit, and uh, I'd like to set up a display. I didn't really talk like that, but it was kind of like that. They gave us like you talking kinda, points. You kind of talk yeah. like that. Because I had to convince the record store that DMX was going to, that they were going to sell a whole bunch of DMX records if I put this thing it's up. awesome. Like, you guys sell out pretty quick. It's selling very good in the Midwest right now. It's awesome. It's <laughs> awesome. You won't believe how good this is. It's yeah, fantastic. It's, it's really good. It's, uh, Rough Riders. Um, it's hard to the core. Yeah. Um, uh, this new guy, Eminem, you're, you're really going to like him. He's, uh, you know, he's white. <laughs> I'll tell you that. He's white. So you like him. He's family friendly. Yeah, he's family friendly. But he's teamed up with Dr. Dre, so you know he's okay. Yeah, he's got the street cred right yep, there. Yep, he's got plenty of street cred. <laughs> awesome. All right, I think the rest of it loaded. We'll All see right. if we can get it to play. This is great. <laughs> we did that. We did that. 
cheeks up. Yo, cheeks they up, man, son. We got a stone cold ice face. Oh, we got an ice grill. Like we wasn't scared. Oh, like we wasn't scared. Camera right here. Then he noticed the camera's on him. It's too late for that. All the yelling. We did it. Yeah, we did it for the camera, yo. We was making a way for the camera. We wasn't really scared. So now he's all happy that the dude is also from from Brooklyn. <laughs> wow, I thought DMX was still in jail. Or he went back to he went back he's been in and out like okay. he gets busted for something then he goes back then he gets out and then he goes back I think so All right. no it's just great man listen to him scream at the top of his lungs and then he's like no we did it for the cameras <laughs> it's like we wasn't scared we got to go back ice grill like we wasn't scared like Jesus we Jesus we did that we did that like you, you man <laughs> you, you rode a fucking roller you rode a ride dude like get off of it. badass motherfucker yeah like we wasn't scared oh but the cameras right there it's too late no we did it for the cameras we wasn't scared like what are you talking about man. Awesome. It's awesome. No, it's great. It's great. So yeah, I'll post that link if anyone wants to watch that video at some point. It's it, like it, it, it's great hearing it, but it's also great like awesome. Like watching it happen in real time. It's awesome. Hell yeah! So that, ladies and gentlemen, is your Black World of Crazy. Awesome. <laughs> That's just disturbing. <laughs> That is disturbing. Wow. I think I think we've done some good work here today. I believe so, man. This was fantastic. Um, it did remind me of something, though, because <laughs> I don't know who would ever want to get this, but if you ever want to see a visual representation of DMX's Rough Riders, <laughs> <laughs> or you want to get a real song, um, our new sponsor, Sonic Sketches, Word. which I know a bunch of people have already ordered some, uh, sonicsketches.com, and I'm going to put a link up on our website today at funemploymentradio.com. So they're one of the new sponsors of Fun Employment Radio. They uh, also use the Squarespace website, and you can pick them up in person in um, uh, at Asylum on Hawthorne. So what it is is they take a visual wave representation of like any, any of your favorite songs. They've got a whole list of them at sonicsketches.com, and it comes in three different panels comes a uh, printed and uh, it's really really nice and it's a visual representation of the song has a uh, full description of the song the backstory the history and it's a really unique gift to get to people if somebody loves uh, loves music sonicsketches.com they're pretty awesome word yep hell yeah you could even get star pilots to me into one I think yeah you can yeah you can I might actually even send you like the original file if you ask ooh yeah if you get made into yeah yeah, yeah, see, there you go. Somebody wants to get Keelan a gift. SonicSketches.com right there. Yeah, actually, you don't even have to buy it for me. Buy it for your mama. No. Buy it for your wife. Mm. Buy it for your girlfriend. I don't know. Now that feels uncomfortable. Nah, that's how it's supposed to be. It sounds threatening. That's not uncomfortable or threatening. Okay. You just have to let it happen. All right. You know what I'm saying? So head on over to StarPilotMusic.com and email me. I'll send you an original copy of one of those songs, and you can get it made into something sexy for the lady in your dreams. There's the pitch. SonicSketches.com. Uh, check it out right there or the link from FunEmploymentRadio.com. Uh, send us an email, FunEmploymentRadio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Coming up on the network later today on The Carl Show Starring Jason, which starts at about 5.30 p.m., Word. is going to be a super show. So, And I, by super show, I mean it's going to have a whole ton of people on it. 
And Keelan, I don't know if you're, are you going to be around to come on then? Possibly. Um, you know, since I've already brought myself across the Sea of Dragons, which is uh, the river, mm-hmm. um, yes, I will probably be here. So Keelan will be there. I'll be there. I think uh, Mikey from Chronicles of the Nerds is going to be there. And what it is, it's the Carl Show starring Jason is celebrating their 100th episode. And so they're, they're going to have... I don't exactly know how it works. It sounds like it's going to be insanity. They're the ones running it, so I don't have to worry about the microphones or anything. No, that's true. And there's some kind of a trivia competition between all of us. So there's going to be crowned a champion. So I can pretty much just spend my time heckling people. Yes. But shit, this is... Yeah. Hell. Pretty I'm much. In. I'm in. Yeah. So that's at 5.30 p.m. on the Fun Employment Radio Network. You can uh, tune in. Oh, Aaron Drancy is going to be here bringing some ladies. Yeah. Ooh. I didn't know there was going to be ladies involved. Yo, do you, you understand why? Does he, do you want to know why I hang out with Aaron Duran? Uh-huh. You want to know why? Why? There's a Dos Sexies and Nestle Snipes combination. It's because of shit like this. Ooh. He shows up with ladies. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's this is the cool. kind of man I like to be around. Wow. Not for those reasons, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to see him when, but the, but he's bringing the lady. He's bringing the lady. Yeah. All right. Damn. Now I feel like I got to bring something. All uh, right. Shower. You know, well, maybe I'll do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't want <laughs> greasy, gross, Greg. <laughs> ah, but maybe that's how I'll win. But that's at uh, five thirty p.m. today <laughs> on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And uh, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. And like we said, SonicSketches.com, all of our other fine sponsors, and you guys who find us online. Uh, Keelan, where can people find out more about everything you do? Well, uh, as you well know, I'm on this network every Wednesday on uh, Geek in the City. Uh, you can also find me at RipCityBadBoys.com with myself and Tristan Mayer. Uh, also, I am uh, pretty close to being done with the newest entry in the uh, Star Pilot universe. So awesome. that album will be forthcoming this year. So head on over to StarPilotMusic.com and uh, yeah, keep up on all the uh, goodies. And, and, and most of you all know I'm on the Twitters. Yes, you I'm are. I'm on the Twitters. Pone Tony is on the Twitters. <laughs> P-W-N underscore T-O-N-E-Y on the Twitters. Holla at me. Awesome. That's as black as I get. That's a, no, that's I don't, I don't get much black. No, that was pretty that. good. I was kind of scared. I almost no, gave... I actually have to go back to proper English after I finish that spiel because then yeah. I'm out of phrases. I almost gave you my wallet. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Appointment Radio. <laughs>